Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm big, you're small. I'm Connor, and I'm going steady with Satan. I'm Shauna, and I've got many machinations in effect, so don't worry about it. And I'm Tepper. God damn it, Tepper, you have to do the bit! Hi, I'm Tepper, and I don't have to do the bit. Thank you. Uh, this week we'll be watching Matilda, directed by Danny DeVito, released in 1996. Mara Wilson uh, had been a fan of this book ever since the age of four, when she had uh, overheard her mother reading it to other children. After the success of Miracle on 34th Street, uh, Matilda was among the many scripts offered to her, and she chose it immediately. Connor and I brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Um, this movie was the start of, like... It's one of those movies I distinctly remember starting my weird descent into witchiness. Uh-huh. Um, and so this is just a very, like, important jumping-off point for me being a witch. Yeah, that scans. Haha. <laughs> um, this is just, like, it's a real good movie i didn't know it was based on a roll doll book until years and years later it's like my sister was uh, got really into roll doll books in her early teens possibly even earlier uh but and just like incidentally learning how many things are actually like based on a piece of roll dolls work um but yeah i just saw this movie a bunch as a kid it's one that we i actually owned no renting uh it's a lot of fun did you buy it from cherry hill uh we probably recorded it off the vcr in all honesty owned is a strong word (laughs) yeah i never like i've seen this movie recently and also like it kind of seems like every like two or three years i end up seeing this movie and like not necessarily like choosing to do that but when it happens absolutely no disagreements with that i haven't seen this movie since i was like a child but i'm still excited yeah the most recent time i saw it would have been with shauna any personal connection to this film um i saw it within the past three years that was my first viewing of it um like i heard a lot of good things about it so i thought i'd check it out and i checked it out and yeah yep try not to skew tepper's opinion of the movie choice what shauna did not give her direct opinion of how she felt about the movie because she was trying not to skew your opinion of the movie yep Mm. it's a musical about a woman resurrected by cats (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I hate it already i mean like jokes on you it's actually a me and shauna movie god we have the best movies You have the worst movies. What the fuck? <laughs> but no. Sean only saw this within the last three years for the first time, so. Can't claim ownership of this movie. Correct. Uh, I don't know. She claimed ownership of Wild Wild West and had never seen it before that episode. Fair. I think Shauna does what the fuck she wants. <laughs> We're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie for the first time. Uh, please describe the poster and tell us what you think the movie's about. Yeah, that's a poster, all right. Uh, yeah, there's a it's a interesting one to describe. Mm. There is a globe in the top left. The background is like blue with clouds. Uh, there's a kid doing a sick flip on the top right. Uh, there's another kid. Superman pose flying through the sky. Uh, there's a TV being smashed. There's like two parent looking people in the bottom left. There's one person with a sinister grin on their face and someone else kind of looking surprised. Like surprised yeah, people. Very, very, very surprised uh, people. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's someone that looks like they're getting ready to, like, fucking dunk. 
uh, just above them. Um, there's what looks like the uh, work will set you free sign from Oswich uh, and a building behind it. Um, and then there is a uh, kid with a kind of smug looking grin um, front and center on the poster. And then, uh, yeah, Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman, and a bunch of other people. Uh, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a poster. There's a, there's a tagline. Oh, right. I Man, I was so distracted by everything else. Uh, somewhere inside all of us is the power to change the world. Matilda, and then a bunch of texts that I can't read. Uh, it's from the author of James and the Giant Peach and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, is that text. Cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a poster. So, uh, man, where do I even start? Well, I guess you guys said earlier. What's this movie about? Yeah, you guys said earlier, what was it? Someone gets resurrected by cats in some musical or something? Or maybe I misheard that. (laughs) That Um, is a thing I said. Okay. That was not necessarily. What does this poster tell you? What does this poster tell me? Flying children are a menace. Yes, actually. Um, well, this is obviously a space movie because the globe is off to the side, mm. so they are all in space. No, that's not obvious at all. <laughs> like, that's that's exact opposite of obvious. But look at the pl- Earth. It's so far but it, away. But it's not the Earth, it's just a globe. Yeah. Isn't the Earth just a globe to the rest of space? Yeah, this is a space mecha movie. <laughs> Oh my Don't God. you know the Earth is dissected into political lines mm-hmm. that's viewable from space? That's what happened in this future. Now I'm just imagining like a mech movie, but like you pilot planets. <laughs> uh, I don't know mean, anything else. You mean Shadow but... Raiders, the actually existing '90s CGI TV show from the makers of Reboot. What the. F- I've I never knew, even heard I of that. I knew you'd mention <laughs> what, that. What, what is that? It's a show. Okay. A, it's a mecha show where you pilot planets. <laughs> that sounds pretty... Fucking that, rad. That sounds pretty Kino. Like... Yeah. Um, can we just, like, watch that instead? <laughs> no. <laughs> We'll do that after. I will say that CGI, even more than reboot, really has not aged well. Just adds to the charm. Uh, yeah, no, actually, just to finish this bit, uh, kid jumping out of Auschwitz, um, doing like sick flips over the fences and shit. Uh, not actually though. I don't know what this movie's about, other than that smug kid probably does something, and it's like, you know, she learns that. Even even though she's a kid, she has the power to change the world and do good deeds, and that her good deeds, like, can impact a lot of people. Alright. I don't know. <laughs> kind of vague, but there's not a lot of information on this poster, so I'll take that. There's a lot of information, not a lot of good information. <laughs> Fair. Lo- lots of sensory input. <laughs> yeah, like, I could say, like, a TV gets smashed at some point... Kids do flips, like I don't know. Um, there's a globe at that at their school. Who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's not. Yeah, not a lot. Of yeah, to 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 latch onto. Yeah, yeah, like I could go wild, but I think yeah, like the ultimate point of the movie is like the theme of it is the tagline because a good movie poster should you know probably do that. Of like, yeah, kid kid learns that she can have a big impact. Maybe magic powers and shit. Who knows? All right. We'll see you after the film. Well, it's hard for me to remember a specific cake. This one was mine. And it was the most scrumptious cake in the entire world. My mom's is better. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? I still had a good time. Had a very good time. Good time. Well, weird time. There are ups and downs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'm not going to say this is number one movie of all time, but I am going to say I think it's a good movie. Um, I feel like I watched a kid's horror movie in parts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, yep. I mean, I made that joke about, uh, like, mod her into Resident Evil 2 remake as Mr. X, but, like, actually, yeah. like, like, that... Like when she's like stalking them in the house, like uh, especially like, at the end when she picks up the hammer through. Yeah, like give me some real Resident Evil vibes there, um, and yeah, just um, yeah. No, she's she's terrifying. Yeah, the kitchen the kitchen sequence made me think of the Jurassic Park kitchen sequence with the raptors like stalking the kids. Yeah, so that, I feel like, is one of the only things she did wrong, she did out of character, was she leaned over to look under the table rather than just lifting the table. Yeah. (laughs) Although I... Far more in character. Although I feel like in her mind, she was like, okay, I've got them now, and wanted to, like, drag out the terror. I suppose. But if you lift the table and see them, then you smash them with the table. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. Um... Man, where do I even start with this movie? Well, did you enjoy yourself? I wanted to leave some suspense, but yeah, I did. I didn't enjoy myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess... What made... Man. Uh, it was Ronald Dahl, right? Roald Dahl. R- Roald Dahl. Um... I get mixed signals from him of, like, does he really hate kids? Or, like, like kids or only certain types of kids? He is big into, like, child torture. Yeah, like, (laughs) basically every single book I've ever, like, like, or adaptation I've ever seen, like, he hates kids. Or he has characters that go on monologues about how much they hate kids. Big mood. I think he I think he really understands children and yeah he just like invented the genre of child horror and nobody's ever just been willing to admit that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, she's um I got to say like so man, lots of thoughts rolling through my head right now. Main one is the actor who plays Trunchbull holy hell. Yeah. That was a good casting choice. She sells it so well. Fuck. Um, There's a piece of trivia that Pam Ferris, the person who played Trunchbull, uh, stayed in character off off shoot to continue to terrify the children so the reactions would be genuine. Amazing. Like, just, she she was captivating. Like, like this movie was, like, well shot. Like, you know, like, like it was a very across-the-board great production, but what really made it stand out was, like, her. Like, holy fuck. Some of the zoom-ins on Trunchbull's face, like, made me actually, like, nervous and uncomfortable again. Like, yeah. when I was a child watching this movie, and I was like, fuck. Like it's all the mouths. It just zooms in on her mouth, and always in a disgusting way when she's eating. Yeah. Something. Well, and, like, because, like, and she's, like, a fucking bloodhound. Like, yeah. she... Mm. clearly this is very good at tracking and like or like she's also got like aspects of bull like yeah. it's beautiful when she like looks out the window and trying to see matilda and and just like breathes heavily and just like the yeah sport across the across the cold glass yeah and you say the bloodhound literally like she sniffs yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she's she, so she is creepy. a bloodhound and a bull yeah like she's like sells just the absolute again like when she's stalking them through the house, like, that's on par with, like, horror movies I've seen. Yeah. Of just terror. Um, because, like, very believable. If she catches them, she will kill them. Mm-hmm. Like, I could totally see her beating them to death in the basement with her, um, uh, shot put. Like, fuck, she's crazy. She uh, killed a man. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. Killed him it, with suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, it's like this man was found at his desk with a with a shot put in his brain. Must have been suicide. suicide. <laughs> it's like the reports of like this man committed suicide with two shots to the back of the head. 
Yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself. <clears throat> um, yeah. Like, it's, you know, I have... <laughs> I have uh, secret uh, information about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> to, found a week later, two shots in the back of the head. Must have been suicide. Um, but, man, like... This movie's really good. Um, the chocolate eating scene. The cake Ma- one? Or, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, like I said, my, my thoughts, let's not get into that yet. What I will say is okay. um, the other aspect I like about Trunchbull, and I also, like, um, talked about this in the chat, was um, I would watch a movie where she where it's just about a principal like her roaming the halls and, like, eating kids. Like, just... <laughs> Just, like, wrestling moves. Like, RKO! Just slam the kid into the fucking ground. You know, like, break one kid's back like Bane did to Batman. Uh, you know? Like, just, like, give him, give him the table right over a kid's head. It's just, uh, that, it's just that slice-of-life anime. Uh, the one where the principal oh, uh, suplexes uh, a deer. Nichiko? Uh, yes. No. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, that, that was... <laughs> and he, like children. Wh- rips the suit away and he's got body armor underneath oh man that's a brilliant scene but yeah like i just i found it so funny when it was like yeah like just yeeted a kid out the fucking window well like her first day at school she's just picks a girl up by her pigtails and basically impales her on a on a fence very closely yeah (laughs) and it's like no these kids are just making it up don't know what you're talking about perfect principle yeah, um, going into scene number, like, big cho- uh, uh, chocolate cake. Shana, let's hear your thoughts on the chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, I didn't like it the first time I thought. I didn't like it now. Like, I thought it was coming up, and, like, oh, was, oh I don't like what's about to happen. It's, I don't like, I don't like force feeding I'm glad I did not watch this as a child because this scene would have stuck with me unpleasantly. Uh, fun fact about this scene, the cast of Matilda recreated it 17 years later as adults. <laughs> oh my god. Like, more jokingly, it wasn't yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, but they yeah, like yeah. made that same actor, now an adult, like, try and eat an entire cake and he like taps out <laughs> <laughs> so fucking fast. It's a good actual like recreation. It's very fun. Nice. And it's one of That's those, cool. like, they just got back together and they were just, like, having fun. That's yeah. cool. I was reading about them, like, they just, like, pra- did a bunch of their lines, but I didn't didn't mention the cake. Um, I do like, so, like, one thing I really liked about that scene was, like, I thought they were gonna go with the, oh, he pukes at the end and, like, oh, look how cruel she is. And then he just, like, proceeds to dab on her, basically, of, like, nah, I just finished this cake, like, fuck you, bitch. And it just <laughs> smashes the, the platter <laughs> yeah. over his head. But I mean, like he he took the win in that situation. Um, yeah, man. Like, there's fuck. It's so good. Like Tepper, you commented before we watched the movie that the, the little picture of the school looked like Auschwitz. Yes, and so accurate. Yeah, like I really wanted to be like it's just like you're like two thirds correct with your with your all of your guesses. Yeah, like like I was. Joke, like obviously I was joking, and then like I actually saw the school. I'm like, oh no, I was right. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck that. That was uh... the fucking torture closet. The chokey. The chokey with nails in the. It's door. an Iron Maiden. Yeah, like that's what I was thinking of. Like that's a fucking Iron Maiden with with extra steps. <laughs> Yeah, it's built into the building, so... Yeah. In the pr- in the principal's office. Where it should be. Man, the running joke of the cops outside the house? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that was good. Well, and like, yeah, like when, when Danny DeVito comes home, and they're just, like, on, on his couch, and they look up at him, and then just start pecking up. <laughs> yeah, that was so good! Well, well, I like They're cops, the, dad. Yeah, like his wife just being like, oh, he's got he's got money and accounts all over the place. It's like, oh, hey, it's the cops. <laughs> just <laughs> over and over again. God, oh, that was good. 
those two guys had like look it's like oh i want to hold the camera this time it's like do you know how to uh, adjust the lens and hold it and stabilize it white balance yeah 9 15 a.m i've got 9 17 9 15 is correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, Pee Wee Herman's in this movie too, so therefore we are continuing an yeah. amount of a trend of yeah. our movies we are related. Didn't 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 get uh didn't get a musical about penguins. We could have got there, but at least we have Paul Rubens, which is basically basically a dancing penguin. But like, yeah, and like Danny DeVito is a treasure always. Yeah. Um. I did not realize for a long time, because I've seen this movie many times, that Danny DeVito is also the narrator. It's not like he's putting on a voice, it's just no, like, no. not seeing him was enough to, like, disassociate. Yeah, he, like, the, I guess the only thing, I thought there would be some kind of redemption for the parents at the end, but they only got, like, Their redemption partial... is they put up their child for adoption. Yeah, which is actually, like, considering them, that is redemption. Oh, and that's that's always been one of my favorite lines. It's just like I've had these papers since I was old, uh, tall enough to Xerox. Yeah, I was planning to forge your signatures, but if you're gonna do it legally, yeah, it's um the game show. <laughs> Let's get sticky with Mickey, the million dollar stick. The sad thing is, is like I could see that being real. I mean, yeah. The sad like thing it's... is, is like people were trying to catch money in the air. Most of the money was on the ground. Pick it up off the fucking floor, you guys. Well, so you're sticky. Just roll in it. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like just roll on the ground. But I, I guess they have some rules and stuff that you can't like do that. Yeah, because like it's it's based on things that have actually been like there had there is a there was an actual show with like a money shower or whatever. I don't know what. Fuck you! I'm a raccoon. I do what I want. <laughs> hmm. I cannot for your human rules. Also, fucking, like, do you need me... It's like, do I need to break your arm again? It's like, I'm not seven anymore, Ant. Yeah, that was... That was, power, that was a powerful line. Fuck. It... Yeah, it just... Because, like, I, the thing about, like, her... Is that it's not just, like, she's a malicious principal. It's like, no, no. She is a truly horrible person. Yeah. Like, like not just, oh, I don't like kids, so I take out, you know, some frustrations of my life on them. But it's like, no, like, I murdered my brother. Um, I broke, like, my ward's arm. Um, like, she's truly, truly fucked up. Yeah, she just, she's a perfectly normal person who likes her privacy and hates children. And everyone else perfectly normal well yeah. see like everyone else was a child at one point so yeah she did admit she's never been a child yeah yeah my ideal school has no children in it yes <laughs> yeah oh man do you want to run a college or something like what the fuck is this no what she wants to receive money from the government but also not deal with children which yeah. is kind of a mood yeah, well, I think it's, like, she wants kids to not be kids, right? Like, yes. she wants perfectly obedient little robots that do basic school stuff and don't bother anyone. Yes, um, that she can still throw. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely still important. It's on, it's on my resume as one of the things required for this job. I need to test your throwability. Man, every time she ran... Or, like, walked and they did the, like, really loud sound effect. Seriously, I'm just like, Mr. X, is that you? Please, please, please leave me alone. Well, like, sometimes she, like, kicked up dust while she was running. It yeah. was Yeah, yeah. Awesome. and, like, and when she, like, busts through the door toward the end, I'm like, oh, man, I'm having, I'm having, like, some serious Resident Evil flashbacks right now. Yeah, well, like, and, like, she, when she jumps off the second floor balcony. Just yeah. Lands and just, and, like, the whole house shakes. <laughs> yeah, like, just seriously. Modders out there, if you're listening to this, please modder into Resident Evil 2 remake, please. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas, the tank engine's already in there. We need Trunchbull. Yeah, like Thomas is like, ah, that's that's old shit. Trunchbull, that's real horror. Trunchbull's uh, forever. <laughs> well, I, the pro the problem is like, 
As to my knowledge, no one to to this point in time has ever three D modeled Trunchbull. That's the real starting issue. Hmm. We need some. We need a true hero of the internet. Are you a man of the people? Go out and model Trunchbull. <laughs> <laughs> this mountainous woman of nightmares. Yeah. And like, oh, and like, when they break into the house the first time, and like Miss Honey trying to do anything, but still being terrified of of her youth. Yeah, yeah. Some deep scars. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's really fucked up. Like, also Matilda lied. She went back. She entered that house again. Once it was Miss Honey's. <laughs> can't trust. Can't trust Matilda. Fucking liar. Man, Matilda is the ultimate child power fantasy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. She made me want to be a witch. Little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, awesome. switch around some things, and this is, uh, what was that Stephen King about the psychic girl? Firestarter? No, there was another one. Unless it was called, no. Well, Firestarter, it's a little girl who can start fires. Yeah, there's another one. She gets, like, the pig Attracts. blood... Oh, Carrie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, switch around a few scenes. It's like, Matilda yeah. is her. Uh, that was actually a comment I had early on. Like, Matilda is lucky to have started school at the point where everyone's young and doesn't really care and just, like, it thinks it's cool that you're better than them. Like, there's none of the, none of the other children are judging her for just for being good at at all of all of the schoolwork. Yeah. They're just like, oh, man, that's neat. Yeah. A couple of years later, they start this, well, they start trying to attack you for it. Well, Matilda's cool. I'm pretty sure, like, the Stephen King one was uh, judged for being not cool and having her period, which then they all mocked her for. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I would say her mom is way way worse than uh matilda's parents like matilda's parents are just neglectful not actively harmful yeah for the most part yeah yeah that's why like like even to the end like matilda tries to protect her her parents like deal dealing with the fbi agents for a while yeah that was actually like interesting to me because i was like oh like this is a way to get her neglectful parents out of the way but she's like no i'm gonna like protect them and it's like all right all right. Yeah. Just like, like I, I, I can, I can judge them for being bad parents, but <laughs> you can't. They're still my parents. Yeah. The uh, I would say the the voiceover was very good. Yeah. Like they used it sparingly, but at all the good moments. <laughs> just like the first scene with Miss Honey, where she's just like being this sweet teacher, and the the voiceover. She has a she has a scarred past. Yeah, she doesn't let it affect her teaching. It's like that's an intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I I did basically the exact same thoughts. I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> Rather than like letting that come about later, it's just like no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think her own thing. My favorite voiceover by far was the like she learned a very valuable lesson that day. Like when someone is bad. Or, like, if you're a bad person, you deserve to be punished. So yeah. she went and punished her parent. Like, it was like, yeah, yeah that's good. didn't say when a child is bad. And that was yeah. a very child epiphany to have. Like, I've had moments in my childhood where I just realized something that right now you realize, oh, no, that's common sense. But as a child, you realize, oh, adults can be dumb sometimes. Like, <laughs> like, as a child, you don't think that until it hits you. And, like, that was a very child yeah. moment of, oh, bad people can be punished. And they can be adults, and I can be the Punisher. Yeah. You're not going to school, you're four. I'm six I'm... and a half. <laughs> yeah. Five, then. <laughs> like, they're bartering over the age. <laughs> You've never been in a library in your life. <laughs> like, she just doesn't even answer that. Like, just like, whatever. Well, like, because it's been two and a half years, and he only just noticed her room is full of books. Son, one day all of this will be yours. We use super, super glue. (laughs) Put that sawdust in there. Makes it purr real nice for a couple of miles. (laughs) 
He's so good at being so sleazy. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Dad, it- you're a crook. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't lie to her. He owns up completely. Yeah, I cheat at life. That's how you make money. Yeah, it's um, all the family sequences were like pretty good. I thought like parts of them went on like a little too long. Like I would have preferred, cause like uh, the stuff leading up to her going to school was kind of like a like you know like it's like the opener, and I thought that just slightly too long. Like, yeah, I get it. Her family's, you know, neglectful and shitty and obsessed with TV and very shallow people. Um, You didn't need to, like, go for that long about it. But, like, minor, minor complaints. Yeah, it takes a while for her to get to school and quite a while for her to actually notice that she has powers. Yeah, I didn't mind the, like, lack of power things because the... um, like, all the school sequences were really engaging, like, I thought. Um, and that's where, like, like the kid horror movie thing comes in of, like, oh, yeah, no, like, this is, like, what's going to happen next? How is, you know, like, Trunchbull going to try to terrorize the kids? What is Matilda going to do? Like, is she going to survive in this shitty school? Like, what's going to happen with the teacher? Um, like, there's going to have to get shanked. <laughs> <laughs> Only way to survive in second grade. Just one day she comes in, just kids, knives out everyone, starts just stabs her to death. It's the Ides of March, Miss Trunchbull. <laughs> I, well, like, because everyone, like, they hear a commotion in the hallway. They come out. They see food getting thrown at, at Trunchbull. They're like, oh, yeah, I could get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were like a bunch of sharks. You just saw blood in the water. They're yeah, like, exactly. Sh- they're like, she's showing weakness. This is Did our the moment. started? We're joining the mutiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vivi la revolution. Um, just have a guillotine outside. Yeah, like the, yeah that that scene was very very satisfying, especially the kid getting the chocolate cake on her in her mouth. Like, good good revenge, fat man. I, I also I man I loved his first line. Just like it's like, did you eat my cake? It's it's hard for me to remember a specific I, cake. That was that was so. Good. And then when she's like, Hard like, dab on him. Well, uh, <laughs> then she's like, well, it's the most delicious, scrumptious cake. And he goes like, my mom's is better. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, like going for the double dab. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I mean, like evidently, like he has cake every day at school, it seems. <laughs> Good parenting. Oh, it's, and the lunch it's, lady. It's a Hopefully. fat kid and a roll doll like yeah. adaptation of course he has cake every day and sorry what were you saying shauna about the lunch lady cookie she just she, oh. Oh, she just she keeps licking her hands and it's gross yeah, yeah. what she was her line her ass she wipes her nose with her hands like she is made to be incredibly gross one yeah. of three employees at that school yeah. What was her uh, exit line? It was like, see you at the cafeteria. See you at, see you at lunch. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Thank uh, you, Cookie. Yeah, yeah, I love the delivery on that line, too. Just like, yeah, thank you, Cookie. And then just, she leaves. Oh. The whole auditorium staying five hours after school. Yeah. And then just like her parents afterwards, like, where were you? My packages stayed outside for anyone to see. Yeah. Oh, fuck. The principal kept us five hours late for because a kid ate some chocolate cake. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, kudos to that school bus coming five hours late to pick up everyone. Yeah. Oh, man, that the narrator's shade. Just, like, by the age of four, Matilda learned what most people don't until their mid-30s, how to look Go after themselves. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, oh, that was such a fucking burn. I felt personally attacked by that line. <laughs> oh. Ten walks ten blocks to the library every day, spends the whole day there. Cooks her own meals. Yep. Dresses herself. Has style. Yep. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to comment she on. She got style, she got grace. Yeah. But like those uh She got a chalk brush in your face. The the Miss Honey's doll? Mm-hmm. Looked like Matilda. It had the bow that Matilda mm-hmm. was wearing. It was just this cool parallel. 
That was a random piece of trivia I saw was that because uh, the doll's name is Lissy Doll, which is the name of uh, Roald Dahl's widow. Her name is Lissy. So, and she was a producer, an executive producer on this movie or something. Neat. Because I always thought when I was young, I'm like, Lissy, Lissy Doll is a weird name for a doll. It's like, oh, it's one of 100 references to Roald Dahl's material in this movie. Yeah, there's some um, interesting, like, outside of the movie stuff about this movie. Uh, I remember reading trivia like a while ago, and I brought it up during the movie just to double check. But, um, like, the, the actor who played Matilda, her mom died before the movie yeah. was released. And, yeah. like, Danny DeVito, like, helped take care of her. Well, her mom was like undergoing treatment yeah. and um, went to the hospital to show uh, early not cut like of the film. Yeah. And really cut of the film to her. Um, and that like really eased the child actor for Matilda's like mine. Cause she, her mom really, really loved Matilda and she was concerned that her mom never got to see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Danny DeVito's a treasure. Mm-hmm. Like what a guy. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Good things. Good man. Can I offer you an egg in this trying time? <laughs> oh man, uh, a funny, a funny line that had us laughing was the uh, how to spell difficulty. Oh. And after saying the poem, she's like, "Why are all these women married?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was real good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, personal offense to this. I have never once been married. <laughs> How many children can I throw? I, I think that's one of the best thing about this movie is not only is like the overall structure of the movie really good, but like every individual scene just has all these little like gems and golden moments that are just really funny and interesting and like yeah, it, it's it's a it's a really good movie. Who brought this movie again? Me and Ivan. I don't yeah. believe you. I believe that Ivan brought it. I don't believe that Pi brought it. <laughs> Fuck you. I have number one slot. <laughs> Once. Where's the rest of your movies? Uh, my next movie is number 10. Okay. Fifth element. And then 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Which are uh, all which are all with me. I mean, Dragonheart technically isn't, but it could have been. I mean, you can put yourself on it if you want. Yeah, right. You just want to boost your numbers. I was gonna yeah. say like, I I rented that movie at least three times. I'll tell you, I tell you. As did I. I think we fought over it. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> also, uh, Connor, what's your overall rating again? Uh, shut up. Well, it's gonna go up uh, after it's- this. It's currently, like, down because we have the movie, like, underneath everything. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's been, yeah, it's being pulled down by fake ratings. But it's, a, I think, normally around a 24. Maybe we can, I can just do this. And I believe that is dead last compared to everyone else. Ooh, it's a 23 right now. Oh, fuck, it's a 23. Have you beaten Shauna yet? Uh, Shauna and I are pretty close to each other. We're, like, within a point from each other. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, it's it's like a half point. We'll, we might we'll, see. We we'll might see. What see this movie does a An reality. Upset. Yeah, An where upset. <laughs> Shauna is the worst, and Connor <laughs> is not dead last forever. I wouldn't be the worst if you just enjoy Catwoman a little bit more. <laughs> I wouldn't be the worst if you just enjoyed bed knobs and broomsticks a little bit more. It's an awful movie. I, will, I do not understand why you choose it as the hill to die on. It is a bad movie. Because it's fun to die Full on Full stop. Which, which hill are we talking about? Catwoman or Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Yeah, I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> Both of these hills. Okay, okay. for Connor, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Shot is dying on a separate hill very close near, like nearby called Catwoman. <laughs> In fact, they hills. are uh, 40 and 41. Respectively. Yes. And they're both bad movies. Also, Catwoman killed the villain at the end. 
I'm not saying Bedknobs and Broomsticks is a good movie. That is not a point I'm trying to sell at this point. I don't care about that anymore. But I'm not saying it's 41. Mm. Uh, I mean, this seems like a reasonable time to transition to Tepper's Tops. I think we've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. I guess before we do that, any final thoughts from anyone on Matilda? Uh, It had a very nice message of even if your life is shit, it can turn good. Uh, I like the I prefer I prefer my version of the message, which is uh, if your life is shit, you can solve your problems with magic. Yeah, just be a witch. There is no other way to solve your problems, only magic. See, I got telepathy from that. I got a very strong telepathy vibe. <laughs> telepathy. Sorry, te- telekinesis. I mixed up my psych- psychic powers. You sure did. Uh, and you see, for me, like the message was more like. Um, Strong mentorship figures can be more of a family to you than your blood family. Yeah, like Trunchbull. Very strong. <laughs> very strong. Very mentor. <laughs> I can see her raising like a villain. Like, this is the villain's origin story. Like, oh I my... had a hateful parent. I hate them very much. I was oh. I was born in the Chokey. <laughs> By the time I saw the light, it was nothing but blinding. Um, fuck. Now I'm just imagining her with the Bane mask. Ah! She obviously raised Bane. We all know this. Oh my god! I'm fucking dead. I'm fucking dead. Now, whenever I watch, uh, like, Bane compilations on YouTube, I'm just gonna... It's like, yeah, Trunchbull. Trunchbull is uh, his mother. Trunchbull made this. Yeah. Matilda grew up, changed her name to Martha, got married to this nice man named with the last name Wayne. Oh, Died tragically outside of an opera. Um, Like, yeah, uh... Speaking of comparisons to Stephen King's work, but like alternate cut where Trunchbull was the uh, mentor figure and Matilda turned into an absolute villain. (laughs) With mind powers. Exactly. Um, Okay, I guess now we can transition to Tepper Stops, unless anyone else has any other points. Miss T, Miss E, Miss P, P, E, Miss R, Miss T, O, P... F. Tepper stops. Nice. Why are they all married? <laughs> Dab. I think none of them were married. I think you said miss. Why are none of them married? <laughs> it's fine. You you do you. Uh, we got here. Tepper's tops consists of independent women who only need a javelin. <laughs> oh man, javelin and tea by the fire. <laughs> it's a good evening. Alright. Throw that shit into the number five slot. Ooh. Right below the witches. T- knocking out Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, person like I was I forgot wh- where exactly the witches was, but I'm like, I would put this above the witches, but that's my personal <laughs> for me. I think it's for me. It's more like the yes. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Twenty two point six four versus Sean is twenty three point three. Oh no! You're almost closing in on Spencer. Oh, oh yeah. I've fallen. The biggest. The- Upset! <laughs> the biggest upset of 2020, ladies and gentlemen, right fucking here. Connor is no longer dead last! Dev! 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 <laughs> Those are alternating devs, just so everyone's aware. Dab, dab, dab. I've been clipping so much of this audio, I am so excited. We need to see how high you can climb and then let the Patreon goal occur where, where you just get bring movies for a year. Hell. Yeah. Hell. And see how rapidly yeah. you can fall. I'm pretty sure I could tank myself back to dead last in a year. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like two movies. 
I don't know. My name's on a few of those movies on the list. <laughs> Tepper sure Quinn is. put the ones I'm on right at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I'm on at least one of those two, so. Who's in first right now? Uh, I mean, it's technically Alistair. Alistair. Okay, I'm just going to scroll because over. Because he's brought one movie. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, it's, ignore it's Alistair ba- on this it's one. Just a ba- it's basically me at yeah, a point yeah. one four less than him. Because yeah. this movie just helped my rating by, like, a whole point as well. It helped me by, like, two. Yeah. I still, my favorite is still when uh, Last Unicorn got the number one spot, and that bumped you up, like, four fucking points or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was ridiculous. Um, I, I actually had it counted. Um, I have brought the most movies of anyone else so far. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm on the most episodes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Early on, there was a couple where I'm like, I don't have to put myself on this since I'm going to be the host anyways, but like I could have put myself on Fifth Element, although I don't feel as much of a connection to that as, as Dragonheart, which is why I did put myself on that one. I feel incredible connections to all of my movies. I spent so much time just watching movies as a child. (laughs) Renting from Cherry Hill Video. Cherry Hill Video Plus. Best place to get Dragonheart and kayaks. And kayaks. But probably not either anymore. And that's all you have to say about it. (laughs) Jonathan. So, wait. I remember it the best when it was beside the Zares. Yes. That was the best version. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was the perfect size. That was its final form, but unfortunately, it actually wasn't. Um, yeah. Okay, villain. Five slot, real, real nice. Yeah, yeah, good, like good movie. It, I, I got like yeah, it's it's a really good movie. I like Roald Dahl stuff. Um, Can you do a for quick me- recap of the top ten for him. Oh yeah, true. In the number ten slot. Oh brother, where art thou? By the Cohen brothers. Brought number nine. Myself. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, Ivan brought that. And the number nine slot, Back to the Future. Jeff brought that one. Uh, in the number eight slot, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. A uh, Chris, Jeff, and Spencer brought that. In the number seven slot, one of the best movies Sean has brought. Uh, looking for where the next movie she's on is. Uh, okay. No, no, no. I was. Oh, below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jumanji. Yeah. Um. Wild Wild West. Yeah, one of the better ones. Um, in the number six slot, Conan the Barbarian. Chris brought that one. And now in the number five slot, Matilda. And then above Matilda in the number four slot, The Witches, another Roald Dahl uh, adaptation. In the number three slot, The Iron Giant. Uh, Oh, Shauna and Chris brought The Witches. And then Ivan and Jeff brought The Iron Giant. In the number two slot, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ivan brought that one. And in the number one slot, the best movie on this list... The Last Unicorn. Uh, Chris and Connor brought that. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real good shit. That's Kino right there. Um, yeah. Uh, Matilda, like, really good movie. Roald Dahl's works are really good across the board, basically. He has He's a, good at torturing children. He, he, I was going to say he has a very particular style to his works, but that also, like, covers it. <laughs> um... And a lot of the adaptations, just in general, do a very good job of capturing, like, what makes Roald Dahl Roald Dahl. Um, like, they just... It, it's hard for me to pin down exactly... Like, I can't... Like, I guess if I was, like, watching the movie with someone, I could point out, like, oh, like, there's that and that and that and that, but... Yeah. I it, think... It, it, has, it has, like, an essence to it that separates it from a lot of other stuff and the adaptations grab that really well yeah i think similar to like the last unicorn like this is clearly like a passion project by a lot of the people involved Mm. like they definitely really care about this book it's similar with like the witches yeah and and with like matilda like the cast like they're all perfect like all the pieces came together for just a very very good movie that doesn't really have anything really like wrong with it 
Like there's not there's no like we like sometimes with like movies there's like oh like eighty percent of it was really good but there was like twenty percent that was kind of it but like with this movie it's like nah like it's across the board it's really good um like there's no real weak point in like the story or the events that happen or the actors or anything um so the reason it's below the witches because I actually thought about putting Matilda in the number four slot but. For me, it's like kind of like n- nostalgia to an extent of like I read The Witches when I was pretty young and I really, really liked it and basically remembered 99% of the story when we watched the movie of like, oh yeah, no, like I know how this goes and um, it's it's like a really fun book. It's a really fun movie. I think the book is still better than the movie. So like to an extent, consider Matilda like tied with the witches but it's still in the number five slot (laughs) the witches was a movie i actually took myself off of because i was on so many movies and it seemed like other people wanted that movie (laughs) oh can you imagine your rating you would have had three of the top five if you were on that movie yeah kind of similar like i didn't put myself on willy wonka because there's just already so many people on that one yeah i think that yeah that's sometimes the struggle of like because, like, The Witches is your shit, Connor, I'm sure. Like, oh, yeah, I loved that movie, but it was just very much, like, I think I wasn't there for that meeting either because I was sick when we decided to have mm. that one. Mm. And I was just like, I don't care enough to, like, stop you guys from watching The Witches. Fair, fair. It's too bad. It'd be I have enough fucking movies. I wonder if you could have overtaken someone else if you had your name on The Witches. That would be funny to... Let's check. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what could have been... Go to a 21.4 from a 22.4. Which puts me just barely behind Spencer. Damn. The Connor redemption arc might be in full swing. No, (laughs) we should just fix this list and put Connor's name on every movie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually just like always exactly average. (laughs) I mean, bring more movies like Matilda and like, you'll be number one in no time. I'm number one in my own heart. Well, now you're not. Now you're number two on your own list. True. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, so moving on from the movies, I guess we'll go to villains. The villain. The Trunchbull. Oh, oh she was so good. Yeah. One um, of our best villains. Honestly, I'm, I might sleep on this one and change it later, but I think the number one slot for her. Oh, shit. Oh. She so, really did chew up the scenery when she was there, though. Yeah, she so owned this movie. Yeah, so you got like I've explained kind of what I consider a good villain in previous episodes and things like that. Um she is central to this movie. She gets lots of screen time and she uses every second of screen time perfectly. Oh man. I now have number one Beautiful. movie and villain. <laughs> and they're not the same. Yeah. Uh She's just so good. Like, so, so, so good. Like, Claudia and Klaus were good, but they didn't get enough screen time, and they weren't as central to that movie as, like, Trunchbull is. Satan suffers the same issue of, like, he's really good when he shows up, but he only shows up for, like, 15 minutes at the end of the movie. You know, Loveless is fun. But again, not enough screen time, and he's he's attached to a bad movie. <laughs> like if he was in a better movie, maybe higher. Hey, now it's it's Shauna's second best movie you're talking about there. For Loveless, it's like, yeah, I've explained why that movie is where it is. Yeah, uh, and Komodo, exact same problem of like, he's a shining light in a really bad movie, like a really really bad movie. To this day, I'm surprised that Loveless is beating Komodo on this list. Yeah, I think... Uh, I guess we should correct that. Put Komodo above Loveless. He's making a comeback. Yeah, because, like... Loveless is fun, but I think, like... <sighs> Komodo is just better. Like, he just... He's more fun and is attached to a how I say it? like his role within that movie is is so much more like fun and impactful like loveless was like neat but eh. 
to an extent. Yeah. Like, he only goes so far with how fun he is. Whereas Komodo is endless. That that dude knew the type of movie he was attached to and just went, like, I'm going to go ham. Scenery, I chew it. Like, <laughs> like all of it. And Kent Mansley, he works for the government. <laughs> hey, champ. Hey, slugger. How you doing? Where you going, man? <laughs> like, just, oh, that whole scene. Kent Mansley, work for the, work for the government. Got, slams the door. <laughs> oh, that was so good. We have so solid villains. Yeah, we, we really do. Um, oh, speaking of villains, before we move on, change the Blues Brother villain from taxes to uh, the police, country band, and... Uh, the good old boys. Yeah, 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 the good old boys. Was there a third group? Oh, the Nazis. Does their position change? No, no, uh, I'll think on that as well. For now, I just, like, because I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, taxes is a motivator, not the antagonist. The police, the good old boys, and the Nazis are all actively trying to get the Blues Brothers. Alright. So I was like, it should be changed. I've updated it to the good old Nazi boys in blue. <laughs> yeah, I like that name. That's good. Um, We actually have a business dad. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Holy shit. Yep. Real business. Arguably real dad. Yeah. Holy shit. Taught them the family business. <laughs> Being crooks. Super, super glue. But the question is, is he better than stop being sad that your mom is dead? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> no. That is just an impossible bar. <laughs> yeah. That is such a goal. That is the trunchbull of villains. I'm sorry, the trunchbull of business dads. Yeah. Actually, though. Man, they get together. <laughs> they birth Bane. They put him in the, the, the chokey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for this business dad... Oof. Cause he he kind of tries to be a dad in like a really bad way, but like when they're watching TV, he's like, this is family time. And we watch TV as a family because we're a family. Because I don't understand my child's desire to read and it infuriates me. Yeah, like bad, yeah. bad father, but he's trying to be a father. Again, yeah. not good. Not good at all. I don't know if I would call that trying to be a father. <laughs> That's trying to be an authority figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so right now I'm considering the number three slot. Okay, which would be below Triple Threat Business Dad from Ferris Bueller and mm. Knocking Out Unethical Business Dad from Twins. I'm thinking, go, hold on just a sec. Yeah. Because Shauna has made a slightly compelling argument. Really? Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has an idea what a father should be. It's not a good idea, it's not done well, but he, he is trying to be something. <sighs> I would... He's, like, trying to be something in, like, one scene. Like, I wouldn't really... I would. I personally wouldn't agree with that. But. Question. Who's the double-down business dad? Uh, from Airbud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, who uh, was he in Airbud again? The mother? Because they don't have a dad. I wasn't on that episode. Right, I cannot the, help you. Right, is the dad the is... mother? Right, the dad is dead from the plane crash. Is it the clown? Who is the double down business dad? <laughs> I love how we've all forgotten that movie. <laughs> like it could I per be the mom because she had two jobs. Oh, then it would have been yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, been okay, okay. She's doubled down on business. Okay, our naming convention is flawless. <laughs> um, I'm glad we started labeling them with the movie because otherwise it would have been like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> you're welcome. You were mad when I started doing that. Trying to True. match up colors of one movie to the business dad. Oof, that would have been bad. Uh, yeah, I think in the number five slot. Because so I, I feel double down. Because I feel like this person is worse than the mom. I think, but again, I've forgotten most of her. But <laughs> I would say, like, the mom wasn't. The mom was just very business. I don't think she was necessarily. It wasn't bad mom. Yeah, it was, it was just business was mom. Bu business, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's like three things I remember from Airbud. The um, 
There's coaching. nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play basketball. That is the obvious one. The second the necessary one. Necessary court scene. Yes. Completely necessary court scene. The third, the third thing I remember from that is the coach all of a sudden abusing his son. That was like. That's huh. the business dad we deserve. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then uh, Never in the Glory. I mean, I would have said Matilda. Yeah, I was written down Lavender and Ponytail Girl, which is not going to have a good time against punk lesbians. Honestly, I I feel like like Matilda would fit into this group so far pretty well. Sure. I just was like filling in. Fair enough. Feel free to change. I don't care. Matilda and 30 and like everyone else at that school. Matilda food. featuring Ponytail Girl and Lavender. <laughs> Ponytail Girl has a name. Yeah, I don't think she's credited with it though, so. Let me check. Amanda Thrip, I believe. Yeah, she would be Amanda. She taught us how to spell difficulty. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I just remembered a scene from Matilda. When uh, she's doing, like, pretending to be a ghost thing, and all the kids are saying out loud what's being written on the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Oof, that was good. That yeah. was... That's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, like, that was a horror movie shit. Like, that's... that's like Yeah, well, like, that... Because that scene is later done in the sequel of The Shining. <laughs> like, they took that from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it is a kid's horror movie. Horror yeah. movie for kids. I get, like, um, that's, like, that's just his genre. Yeah, yeah. Like James like, and the Giant Peach. Also, not not a great time for James. Never seen it. It's oh. not a great time for James. Well, put that on the list. How many other... We should just put Roll Doll on the list. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's basically Tepper's Tops. Just looking at the uh, overall rankings right now. Chris with that commanding lead in the villains. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got about half of the top ten. Yeah. Beautiful. Good movie. Yeah, I again like I just happen to see this movie every like three years and it's like, no, I'm I'm a I'ma watch this. Like it's a good time. It is. So, like, I think the last time would have been I was just, like, at my aunt's place and they had, like, a satellite TV and it was just, like, on. Like, it's just, like, the movie just started. It's like, well, I don't want to interact with my family. I'm going to watch Matilda instead. That, that actually is a lot of my... I realize now that is a lot of my uh, engagements with my father's side of the family is going to my grandmother's house and there, there's a copy of Matilda and they don't have cable... It's like, nailed it. (laughs) Know what we're doing for the next hour and a half. (laughs) Alright. Yeah. We enjoyed ourselves. That was actually a pretty pretty lengthy Tepper's Tops. I think we've covered the things. Any last thoughts? (laughs) With great power comes great responsibility. Absolutely. I liked how they Matilda corrupts absolutely. I just liked when they the narrator said that line. It's like uh, it's what you like what you use the power for that matters. I'm just like, oh no, they Spider Man in a non Spider Man movie. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man stole that from this movie. I'd be it's curious true. if that was like in the book. If that line is. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Ask your sister. I don't know if my sister's read Matilda. I'd. But I can Tell ask. her to read it and then ask her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think. Good shit. Think that's the thing. I think this is that point where they rate the movie. Oh shit! I'm first. Fuck. Every time. Every time. If Chris isn't here, I'm always fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I give this movie. One Lissy doll coming out of one giant mansion. I give this movie one girl tall enough to Xerox. I give this movie 
three giant fucking chocolate cakes and one fat kid. I give this movie javelin, shot put, and hammer throw. That's her specialty. <laughs> uh, as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Bye.